Hello and welcome back to the Lime Tree Sessions podcast. It was like she was looking around going, why are you here? And then I found out where she lived and I stopped her. <laughs> I'm not compensating for something. Garlic paste. <laughs> my name is Jack Milcrease. We've also got... Scott here. Lyndon. And my beautiful and delightful girlfriend, Sophie Purvis, is with us today. Woo! <laughs> uh, you've sort of just said there that you're not really a guest per se, because we, we were meant to have a different musical artist on the day, but unfortunately he was unavailable. Um, so I said to Sophie, do you fancy coming along to just have a chat and see what happens? So Here we are. Here we are, here we are, yes. Uh, we usually start off by uh, talking about the gigs that we had at the weekend, but me and Sophie were both away this week uh, to Glasgow, um, seeing my favourite artist, Morgan Wade, and it was lovely. Uh, but <laughs> fellas, you guys probably had an array of gigs how were they we did we had three gigs oh i would did i desperately scrambling my brain to work out where we were uh, we're all local middlesbrough was friday yes we were middlesbrough on friday saturday we were oh god i think world. i know it's quite you know? sad i think you were in hartlepool weren't you no no aren't you were in stockton on sunday yes we were stockton sunday where were we saturday middlesbrough middlesbrough as well two middlesbrough ones well, this is a great section for the podcast. Isn't like it? you know, I, I said this, this is oh, just no, no. watching us go see. No, no, it was South, Sh- South Shields on Friday, wasn't it? We were at South Shields. Middlesbrough yes, Saturday and then Stockton on Sunday. Yes. I said before we started, lads, have you done your homework for this podcast? And both of them went, no, nah, we've done nothing. No, <laughs> so no. I, 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 once again, I've prepared a few questions that they don't know the answers to. So, um, yeah, me and Soph uh, weren't gigging uh, this weekend, which was which was nice actually. It was nice to go watch music instead of. Uh, playing music it was lovely um we went to go see a girl called morgan wade who is a country artist i was speaking about her last time and she was class a really cool venue as well it was like an old church wasn't it yeah and you had leah supporting as well she yeah was, leah really leah blevins she was awesome as well what venue was it oh crap or and more or and more and it was Since. a church like an old like a converted church well like the church but it was like a bar and then the actual gig bit was underground. All right. Yeah. It was very, very sweaty. Yeah, it was oh, like it sounds, yeah, the hottest gig I've been to for sure. Um, but like... For more than one reason. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was going to say it and I went, nah, better not. And then you said it. So anyway. Um, but the thing that struck me was, I think I said this like 10 times on the night time and Sophie would be like, oh, you said it again. But I, I didn't realise how many people... it was. Yeah, I didn't realise how many people <laughs> there'd be. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, we looked up, it was like a 400 people could 400 person capacity right um and it was sold out it was rammed it was just i think, I think we were the youngest ones there yeah everyone was, was middle age it was right, quite it was quite so yeah. she must have quite a big following the uk then does she i think because she played the uh country to country festival ah right and, it, and the they do it like in three venues across the uk so they do london glasgow and ireland and obviously oh I got think, you got you i think all the glasgow cloud c- crowd my God, I'm fucking up already. Sorry, Lynn. <laughs> All the gl- Glasgow crowd from country to country were there. Oh, That's right. what I was trying to say. Got you, got you. Fuck's sake. But yeah, um, and it was mint. Uh, and the crowd were really good as well. There was no idiots. There was no, like, shoving or... No one telling you your life story. No one telling... No, no, no talking in between songs or, or... Well, June the songs as well. Nah, do you know <laughs> what? Because the, the support act, Leah, she was brilliant. And bless her, there was a lots of, uh, of technical difficulties, like a guitar... I think it was the whatever um, DI box was on the floor was actually the problem because she tried like three different guitars and it kept happening. It just kept crackling and what have you. And like the crowd, like 
really spurred her on and that was nice to see and there were and she was just on her own acoustic and it was silent it was just ridiculous like and she was the support act it was like it's a scottish crowd for you isn't it yeah you maybe class. i think i think country music possibly has a more respectable audience perhaps because yeah, yeah. everyone was Even just age. maybe the age, age as well um and then morgan was class a band were like on fire they were actually meant like they were so good uh, to be honest with you, when when she first came on, I didn't think she wanted to be there. Really? She's very um, intense. She got, she got an intense. Oh, you were saying Jaguarini? And I was like, she all right? And then she start, <laughs> then she started to talk, and then I was like, oh no, she's cool, she's cool. She just that's just how she sings. Like the the band came out first, uh, and kind of like we're kind of like building the song up and what have you, and mm-hmm. then then she walked out, and she just looked like mean didn't she she just looked like you know looking around and stuff <laughs> she meant business and then it i think it was like she was looking around going why are you here yeah it was like, like there's more people than i expected maybe that might have been it i think i can't prove it but i think when we bought the tickets months ago before the country to country festival uh-huh. i think there was not as many people because they have like three different uh sized venues in that venue because it because um they use it for weddings Oh, right. So yeah, as well yeah. as a bar and a wedding venue and a normal venue, I think perhaps it was going to be upstairs or something, which is like a hundred cap mm-hmm. venue. Um, and I think after Country to Country, she suddenly got a bit bigger and then there was all these people and, you know. Um, and yeah, like Soph says, it was funny because like she was singing, like they did a f- couple songs back to back and it was like all intense. And then she was like, well, how do y'all, how y'all doing? And all this <laughs> and it was like, wow, okay. You know, she's, she's all right. She's all right. So, but her voice was like, Unbelievable! She did this amazing cover of Jessie's Girl by Rick Springfield. Oh, nice! Oh, yeah! And like singing it in copy key, but obviously an octave higher because she's a girl. And it was just it's unbelievable. A high song anyway. That one. it does sound like what you meant, like. But she was singing it like right up there, like Jessie's Girl. Like all that it was actually class. Like, so <laughs> good. Not like how I've just represented there, but it was it was it was really good. Uh, and then uh, followed the support act, and she followed us back. Hi, Aaliyah. Lovely. Um, and she's mint as well. She was really good. Uh, I so I had a really good time. It was a really good gig. And then we just kind of we stayed in Airbnb and went to Edinburgh Zoo, and that was lovely as well. Saw the penguins and all that. Mm-hmm. So that was our weekend. We weren't gigging at all, and we were just having a grand old sounds, sounds very nice. It was sounds very nice. A rare weekend off. Okay, now it's time for what are you listening to? This section is uh, all about what album we've been listening to this week. And when I said that has Lyndon done his homework, he hasn't listened to an album, so he's just going to pick something. I mean, I have been listening to albums. Yeah. So I have listened to an album this week, but I'd, would anybody like to go first? Or? Well, let you go on. You, you go kick it off. Right. You, right. you kick it off. So I've been listening to Luke Combs' new album. It came out on Friday. It's called Growing Up. And uh, he's an awesome country artist. He's probably the biggest guy in country right now. He's huge. Um. And it's just like everything you want a country album to be. It is like riff central, proper southern accent, twang, all nice. that kind of stuff. Massive voice. Uh, and he's an awesome, awesome musician. Whoever plays guitar on that album, man, like is like shit hot. He's like really good. Um, so I've been listening to that. What about you, Scott? Um, I've been listening to a, a band called Spacey Jane. Australian okay. band. I like them. They've got, they've got a, uh, an album that's just come out called Here Comes Everybody. It's very good. It was a, there was a, quite a few singles before it came out. I think there was a song called Hard Light and stuff like that. But there's uh, one song in particular which I've been like, uh, really been liking. It's called uh, Clean My Car. Oh. There, are, there are some cool titles on the album. Like, I need to clean but my they're car. Just, they're just a, 
a really cool Australian band. There's loads of good music about Australia at the moment, like. Yeah, yeah. There is. What kind what kind of stuff is it though? It's like guitar based indie. It's like yeah. like um have you heard Stick of Sticky Fingers? Yeah, yeah. Um oh, Parcels. There's, parcels there's other bands cool. as well. It, it's a bit like that. But it's just good music from Australia. Uh, mid stuff. There is. I used to so be I, into a band from Australia. This has shown me like routine like from when I was a teen <laughs> when I was a teenager with a massive fringe. I used to be into a band called Tonight Alive. And oh, they right were on. they were like Australia's answer to Paramore. Mm-hmm. And like oh, nice. at the time, like oh Jack was all about that. Like yes, uh, long haired Jack was in. Oh I, oh I. <laughs> Singer was called Jenna McDougal, and she was your type. My yeah, type, yeah. yeah. But I there's some mint Australian bands like yeah, yeah. There's absolutely. one. Have you heard of M um, Triple J, the radio station? Like, no. They do the sessions and stuff, and we have Australian artists on. Actually, they get UK artists as well sometimes. Right. But they do like an original and a cover sort of thing, and uh, I, that's where I d- discovered them quite a while back. There's a, a band called Ocean Alley. They're good as well. Yes. I think I showed you the Pink Floyd cover, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Actually, it really Ocean Alley, they're the ones, they have an album where it looks like a sun. Like yes, a it is. Sun. I. Yeah, yeah, like we, saw, we saw them at Riverside. Yeah, we went to see them at the Riverside. It was great. Yeah, yeah. He's I one love. of the coolest dudes alive. Oh, he's mint, isn't he? Oh, he's mint. He is. But his I... presence oozes cool. Right. It's unbelievable. He is There's mint. the title of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> his presence oozes cool. <laughs> but I, if you didn't realise now, I love Australian bands. There you go. Which is funny because... He's never been. I'd no, no, no. I'd I'll, love to go. I went to Australia about six years ago now, and um, I took a guitar over. I've got one of those um, baby tailors. Oh, Like aye. the really small travel-sized guitars. Took it over, hoping that there would be like an open mic night or a busker's night or mm. whatever. And uh, the music scene in Australia for like at least locally, uh, forgive me if, if it's changed, but when I went, there was like nothing. Like there was, we went to this amazing music shop, uh, and like it was, you know, it had everything. It was like, you know, how like um, PMT in Newcastle has like drums and uh, yeah, uh, yeah. and keyboards and guitars. It had like everything. Right, it was really? great. Oh. Yeah, and we asked the guy in there, was like, oh, is there any kind of open mic nights or anything like that? And he was like, open what? Like he was <laughs> like, he, he didn't understand. He didn't understand the concept for one. But he went, no, there's nothing oh, like right, that. Really? I don't know if it was just that oh. area. Uh, of Brisbane, um, could have been not sure, but uh, which was gotten because I'd like you know brought me guitar halfway around nah, the world. Nah. <laughs> how, so, how did you get that? Was it? Do you just have to um, check it in with your luggage and stuff, or was uh-huh. it? Uh, um, yeah, just check it in. It's like an extra. I was gonna say, do you have to pay a bit extra just to bring it? And because it's fragile as well, it's obviously mm-hmm. that that ah, ad, yeah. the cost of that adds up and what have you. Um, and it was because it was we we were obviously very nervous as well because like well, for whatever reason it you know got broken like you know have you seen those like videos where like the guy who loads the airplane just like hides yes. everything on <laughs> do you know what I mean we were like oh my god you know that'll I'm, do that'll yeah, do yeah. it survived it's, I've still got it and uh, it was it was fine but there was that part of us that was like oh my god this is gonna you know we wrapped it up in like you know bubble wrap and everything and you know put it I think we put it like in like uh, one of those like yeah, those like is it like a polymer bag that you would yeah, like when yeah. you yeah, buy a guitar? Yes, yes. So I uh, uh, in a bag, in a bag, yeah. in another bag. Pretty, pretty much. The way to do it, isn't it? Well protected, definitely. Well, it was kind of cool, you know. I've played in my auntie's garden in Australia, <laughs> you know. So fair enough. Uh, you've played in Australia; it still counts. Te- technically, yeah. We were like joking on being like, "Oh, we should get some tour t-shirts." And stuff. You know, we got like <laughs> Auntie Grace's house, Auntie Karen's house. You know, big up my Australian family if you're listening. 
Um, Lyndon, what about yourself? Even though you you said you didn't do your homework, but well, well, keep up with the trend of not listening to new music. Um, I've been listening to um, All Things Must Pass by George oh, right. Harrison. Oh yeah, which is one of my favorite albums yeah. ever. Um, it's just it's great. I was listening to the fifty the, the remaster version. Uh-huh. So the the mix is like it, tremendous. it sounds mint, doesn't it? It's yeah. wicked. With you being more into the sound tech side of stuff when you're doing your mixing and what have yeah. you, do you often find you enjoy every master more than the original? Not necessarily. Some stuff some stuff works really well remastered. Like when they did pet sounds. Right. It was that was in stereo, it sounds great. The, uh, and the mono version. I'm not a fan. I mean some people are a complete opposite. Mm. Like it must be the original, yeah, yeah. it must be the mono version. But I love the stereo version of that. It's fantastic. But no, not all the time. Sometimes a remaster can ruin a mix. Yeah. Like if it's like a really good album. Like anytime they bring out Beatles remasters, mm-hmm. it's always a worry as like, mm. are they gonna sort of change what it was? But most of the time, yeah, I like a rem- I like a remaster. With George Martin's son though, he's yeah, he's Giles. pretty on it. Giles. He's pretty on it. Oh yeah, all I mean, the Beatles stuff is really good, but yeah. uh there's still just a little bit of you that just thinks, yes, are they going to ruin like, it? Are they going to tarnish it? Yeah, it and it's, it's louder and it's, it's, I don't know, something about it. But no, no, I, I do like a remaster. Yeah. Is that what you kind of like are drawn to in the sound side more than the music side though? Because like you're obviously a performer, but you do a lot of like recording and stuff. So like when you listen to a remastered you go oh I like what they did there that you know that that subs up or whatever yes. you know I mean? so <laughs> yeah yeah all the technical stuff that no one else is going to notice yeah, yeah. yeah yeah do you notice that a lot not a lot but it's like most of the time you can just tell it's like sure oh the, like the, the low end's all tight now like compared like old recordings where there's like no low end in it yeah or it's got no fidelity at all like anything past 10k or anything uh. like that it's got no top end and then suddenly like when, when, when we do gigs we have music through the desk yeah, yeah. and if it's an old song I have to boost the EQ on the desk for the 10K just because it doesn't sound, it right. just sounds all muffled. And so I just boost the 10K up to make it sound like music. Because all, <laughs> all the old mixes are just a bit sort of, you know, dull's the wrong word, but you know I mean? I think they've got nothing to them. But no, I, do, I do listen to that in albums, definitely. Yeah. And so what about yourself? What album have you been listening to recently? I feel like Jack would be able to get this, but on repeat for about nearly two weeks now. It's been Harry's house. Yeah, oh, Harry yeah. Styles. Styles new album. Yes. Ever yeah, since yeah. I went to go see him, I've just I've been thinking about it. And you you mentioned as well, hi. <laughs> you mentioned as well that until you saw it live, you perhaps didn't enjoy or didn't get it as much. No, I wasn't bothered. Oh really? Just cause, no, just because it was the whole synthy pop stuff. It's not really my yeah. thing normally. <laughs> and I, I still stand by his first album being his best. Yes, it's it a good album. Yeah, it is. But like, I was watching it live and. I guess when you watch it and you can see the band playing the instruments and stuff, you hear more of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, it's cool. He has and a really then, big band now, doesn't he? Like, oh, yeah. loads of um, musicians and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's awesome band. I was just watching the band, like the drummer. Oh, she's miniature. I mean, you, you can't go see Harry Styles without mentioning the drummer. She's just class. Yeah. And like her drum kit's just exactly like how I'd want mine. It's like tiny <laughs> setup, but she's playing stadiums. Yeah. And it's just mental. Oh. It's awesome when, like, a solo artist like Harry, even though, let's be honest, he could go out with just track. It wouldn't be as good, but he could because he's, like, of that level. Yeah, and, I, right and I suppose the style of music and stuff like that. But the fact he has, like, a band, yeah. I, I think that's... It says a lot about... But who, even even One Direction always had a band. That, that true, is yeah. true. They did, to be well, fair. Even, like, when they, like, just came out of X Factor. I swear they've always had a band. Really? Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. 
Because they try to be like rock influenced. Well, so that's why they had yeah. the live band yeah. behind them. And then Niall started playing guitar. Yes. Yeah. Then Harry started playing guitar. Yeah. yeah. And like then that. the <laughs> That brings us on quite nicely to the next topic because I was going to say that a lot of people have been talking about Glastonbury and somebody who I mean I actually don't know who this is I'll be honest like because I don't really keep up to date with modern music but uh, that Kendrick Lamar there's been a lot of uh, animosity about the fact that he headlined this huge festival using just track there's no band or anything like that Mm -hmm. Um, which I, I agree because I suppose like you know even if you do use track, it would be kind of cool if... Well, most bands nowadays who use track have a band anyway, mm-hmm. and everyone's playing the tra- to, to track in the band. Say, did they have the same problem with Billy? Because she had... Just oh, musician, that, she does, doesn't she? Had two, she had two people. She had a drummer and then like a brother that does like yes. some bass stuff. Yeah. But like, but all of his stuff will be on track as well. Yeah. I suppose it's it's a common it's a common complaint, especially with the older generation on Facebook, because the, the amount of people I was <laughs> but scrolling they past, well, they, they probably don't even know that most musicians are using track anyway. If no, they say musicians, they're probably like, "Yeah, that's that's how they do it." Yeah, I mean, the, the reason I bring it up is because, and I, I could be wrong, but I think Paul McCartney was using track. On I don't he think went. he was. I think he was. I actually think he was too. Yeah, because I swear be- I saw the drummer. Because the drummer's the MD. Stuff. And every time he mm. was kind of like, he was counting in. Every, oh, obviously, I know he's the drummer. He was counting everybody in, but he was also like looking to make sure Paul was ready. If that makes sense, like because there was a if few times after the first song, he finished a film and he's jumped on and he pressed. I saw him like press a button. Do you know what I think them. it was? It was just a metronome, just so you get the tempo. Because yeah. he, he was doing high okay. clicks before Paul was starting. I'd, so you yeah, get I Paul was, in time. It was all live. Because there's so many lights and pyrotechnics going on, they're all synced to something. So the band, like when Live and Let Die, and they've got yeah. Live and Let Die, bam, it'll be to a click. Yes. All the light shows will yeah, be in will be. sync with something. Well, that's what I mean by track, sorry. I mean that there yeah, was... Yeah. There oh, was, oh there yeah, obviously... you'd be to a clip, but I think most bands do that nowadays. If, if you do big light shows, you've yeah. got to. It's like, Otherwise, you're lighting yeah. engineers yeah. all yeah, over the place. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I, I don't, but I don't think there's any instruments. No. But I think you could see because when the keyboard player was doing like horns and stuff, it, it sounded artificial. It yeah. sounded like keyboard playing it rather than yeah. an, a, a, a real instrument on a track doing it. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, he was definitely able to click. But I think yeah. he's always done that. It's so weird I, watching somebody who never used a click in their prime. Well, exactly. It's do like, you know what I mean? Like during that, the 60s and 70s, you know, click wasn't really a thing. Yeah. No. So. Like I was listening to, well, I, I watched it all actually, um, and I have to admit, I think I don't really watch Glastonbury every year. Like I might just dip in and out, but yeah, I watched, same, I watched the full thing, and for me, it was like one of the best overall performances mm-hmm. by the band and the show. And flipping Dave Grohl going on stage, it was like, what incredible. The hell? Like, and and then Springsteen. Springsteen, and Springsteen. Like I thought, oh, like I could love that. if oh, that would have been. Really, really good to be at. I know. Have to admit, if the, it's the surprise of them. That's the thing. Imagine just when we're watching Paul, which is a surprise anyway, because you're watching Paul that's McCartney. Like good enough. And then, and then Dave Grohl comes out. Yeah. And then Bruce Springsteen comes out. But wow. I, I was watching it, and then I was like, sort of like on my phone as well, and I saw someone, like because because Glastonbury when they show it on the telly, it's an hour behind. It's not live. Aye, it is. Aye. I saw somebody like tweet, "This has happened" or whatever, and I was like, 
and and I it remember, ruined for me as well. It I, remember, ruined I remember like because I was I was getting really tired because it was on really late, and I was like I said to me dad I was like I might might go to bed soon just record the rest of this and watch it later, and then I saw this tweet and I went Nah I'll stay up I think and then I'll, <laughs> I'll watch this you know, so it was very good very very good. Uh, so can I be controversial? Yeah. Oh go on then. I think you should have scrapped the first half. I thought this whole set was too long. It was quite it long. Was, it was so long. And like, <laughs> all like the deep cut Paul McCartney stuff, good. But like... He even said it though, didn't he? He's it part, part way through the set, he said, we can tell when you like a song because yeah, your yeah. phones go up. Yeah, he you always know. says that. But I, I, I think that anyway. he could have, I think he could have got the whole, the same reaction. Yeah. He cut that in half. Not cutting half, just I think he should have played... Taken some songs out. I think he should have played more Beatles stuff, but that's just because... That's my favourite era of Paul McCartney. I suppose it's probably most favourite. I think that's what people were expecting with it. But all he's done is literally just copy what his arena shows are. Uh huh. Yeah. And because people are going to see Paul rather than a Beatles tribute act. They are. They're mental how long they are. How you? How long? We saw in Liverpool, didn't we? Yeah. Was it 2019? Something like that. So it was around that time, and uh, I it was called the Echo Arena then. But uh, it's just non-stop for three hours. It's, It's mental, but. It's, you go as a Paul McCartney fan rather than yeah. A, it's one yeah. yeah if, Beatles if, you, if you go as a Beatles fan, you will get some Beatles stuff, but you need to go as a Paul. You're going to get the Beatles wings and solo stuff. Exactly. Yeah. You're going to get all of it, which as a Paul fan is fantastic. Yes. <laughs> but uh, if you're not into that stuff, then I get it. It can be long. He but. played quite a few deep cuts though. I thought like it, yes. it, he didn't play as many Paul solo hits. As he I played he some would. stuff like you did. Being for the benefit of Mr. Kite, yeah, I, I was saw, not expecting yeah. that at all. Wicked like I, I didn't it was really that. good though. But like even for his solo career, he didn't play. Do you know what I was hoping to hear? Jet. He didn't. Yeah, play yeah. he didn't play Jet. Although that is very fucking hard. He didn't play Ram. No. Either, which I thought he might play. So I don't know. I I thought that there would be slightly more of those mm-hmm. hits, but I'm glad he played Band on the Run. That was yeah, good yeah. with Dave. With Dave Grohl, that was yeah. good. Yeah, that was cool. I thought. Springsteen was dead random though. I do you know, do I was surprised? I was surprised from to do Glory Days. Yeah, that's they, they what did I mean. a Bruce song rather than. Do you yes. know the funny Dave thing Gold was about that? Did you see the Glastonbury thing? Went, it, oh, yeah, it, yeah, it, it said Paul McCartney. It says Glory Days, Paul McCartney. Yeah. It's like, well, not quite. Yeah. I was so happy with that because I fucking love it's that song, song so much. But I was just surprised because when Dave Gate got up, they did obviously Beatles and Paul Wings. songs. Yeah. But for, it was just mint. Did I, um, Bruce did I saw standing there as well, didn't he? Yes. It was Dave that did. So I stand there. That Bruce. was the first one he did, I think. Yeah, oh, Bruce oh, yes. stand there, then band the run. The glory days. And uh, I want to be your. I want to be your man, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I uh, was, but I mint, mint. I, I, I kind of wish that. Well, sorry, wish is the wrong word. I assumed that either Dave would do one of his or Bruce would do just Beatles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I found it slightly jarring that they did a Bruce song. Maybe I don't know. I mean, that's just that's just me because I I. I I don't know. I mean, I would well, then maybe, again, maybe maybe it was offered, but Dave didn't want to do a few yeah. actually, song. Actually, in hindsight, it might have been yes. a bit like, yes. difficult for him. I take that statement back. Actually, I didn't think about the obvious. And uh, did you see yes. what he had on his hand when he when he came out for the um, the end of well the end of the end when they all did the guitar solos? He had his Abba T-shirt on. Yeah, yeah. and he had tea on his hand. Oh, did yeah. he not notice that? No, oh, he had tea I saw on the Abba T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Aye. But I, I imagine it was quite difficult for him. I actually have that same hour t-shirt. Do you? Do you? Nice. You, oh, and, you yeah. and Dave, you like that? I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually had it and I saw Dave was wearing it. I was like, oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, so now it's time to talk to our guest, uh, my lovely girlfriend, Sophie Purvis, who is an extremely talented session drummer uh, and also plays an array of other instruments, uh, as you'll see on our YouTube channel. I'll be linked down below. Sometimes I'm really good and sometimes I'm like shite at this podcast. Thing, yeah, mint. That, that was really good and then I'll go... Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can kick that bit out though. <laughs> Wait, no, keep it in, keep it in. So yes, Soph, what was your... I mean, I know the answer to this question, but you know, what was your first musical influence now that could be a person a band a musician your mom your dad whoever. first musical influence yeah you know this we don't i think so sophie doesn't can think you Jack tell me it. no because i don't actually yeah, know who it. do you think it is oh uh, i was i was gonna say ollie murs okay you're nearly there nearly, nearly, there, okay. there, nearly there so i, I was a yeah, when I was 12, 11, I was like the biggest Ollie Mays fan in the world. Like, right. I had a whole wall of his really? his face in my nice. room. And it was mental. <laughs> but I went to like every single tour and Donovan Hepburn is the drummer. Yes. Oh, and that was the first time. I, I, I mean, that's when I started playing drums anyway. I was watching them and I was like, I didn't realize that was a thing. Yeah. I thought it was either you were in a band or like you did theater stuff. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know there was like where you could play for other people. And I was like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So Donovan Hepburn. But then since then, he has been like my favourite drummer of all time. I say like, because he, he was playing with James Bay last week, well, the other mm-hmm. week when we went yes. to see him. But he does take that. He did all the Gary Barlow stuff. He does. And then he, he, and he did. He, he literally does everything. That big, um, not the Jubilee, what was the one before that? The Platinum Jubilee. Diamond? Yeah. The last one. Yeah. Yeah, but he was like the in-house drummer for oh, that open. So he did. Oh. So, uh, yeah. That's because um, we'll Gary organised it. And I imagine that's how he there got the go. job. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think he's the coolest guy in the world. Yeah. Do you remember when... But he that... still won't let me follow him on Instagram. Oh, so. yeah, because he's got like a private account. <laughs> oh, so you got a request. Yeah. He's only followed okay. by like 500 people or something. It's only if you've worked pri- with him. Yeah. I'll get in there one day. Well, maybe you'll, you'll hear this podcast and you'll accept your request. No, please don't if, we ta- if we tag him. Yeah. yeah. Allowed, can you tag him if, if he's private? I think you can, but you might not. Yes. You might not get it. The That's nicely enough. Please right. let me follow you. Please. <laughs> we'll get you on. That'd be lovely. Get your massive drum kit in this tiny room. <laughs> Just. Yeah. <laughs> we'll stand outside. <laughs> I think he'll have to stand outside as well. Yeah, it's a point. Yeah. So we we'll asked this question uh, on the first podcast that we did with Jack Harvey uh, from the Houndcats. Best and worst gigging experience. Oh, see, I was because I was listening to your podcast, and I was thinking, I wonder what mine would be. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I've come a bit prepared. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> more prepared um, than us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. No, I, I think I'll start with the worst okay. and then end on a high. But my worst was actually only a few, a couple months ago, and we we play these farmers balls, and it was right. in a big, I can't remember where it was. It was somewhere in Yorkshire. And it was in, and they were all dressed up, and it's like 16, 17, 18 year olds, but they managed to get a drink. So I picked, like, uh. but they're all in their fancy frocks, like, they're all in their dresses and their suits and everything. But there was just, there was no stage. We were on the floor. Oh, no. And they were all, like, mortal drunk. Oh, God. Oh, so you see on the floor, was it, like, on the grass or was it on pavement? Or? No, we're, like, on wooden floor, and it was in, like, a fancy place. Right. But it was just on the floor. And then. They were all just like getting on each other's shoulders, and then oh, no. I saw this happen in slow motion. But one of them was holding like a bottle of wine, and they just oh, went yeah. right on my drum kit, oh, which no. is white, by the way. And I was just, I was fuming to be honest. I was really good. But the rest of the band had the classic, like you know, Mike 
hitting the tooth kind of thing. And but they were like laughing it off. You said, weren't they? Yeah, they oh, they can put up with a lot. <laughs> Do more they than love me. all that? <laughs> uh, yeah, they can put up with a lot more than I can. But I'm just I, I instantly get annoyed. I'm like Jack in that way. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a very fair statement, actually. Yeah. But I said I always felt like because it was just like watching like a Saturday night out in town, like those groups of lads and then groups of girls like they were trying to get off with each other and like walking across the room and then they'd start making out and I was like, where am I? What like, time of day was this? This was like night time. Oh, it was night time. Yeah, 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 it was I was night time. afternoon for some reason. It was like a, a farmer. <laughs> That's time. how they roll in Yorkshire. No, but they were just they were just young and it just wasn't right. Yeah, yeah. But I'd, I'd say that holds my top Aye, spot. That's pretty It sounds bad, there. like, yeah, it does. Yeah. And your best? Best... I don't even know. Like I said that I used to have the best gigging times when I was in like my original band like years ago. Like doing all the like, you know, upstairs in the O2 and Riverside and all that. Yeah. Like and Clooney and everything. Like they were generally my favourite gigs to play just because I just went for it. And like the yeah. people were kind of up for it. I don't know. but It's like that whole youthful. It might not be. The, it might just be the thing of like you're not there to work. You're actually just there to. Yeah play the drums kind of thing because mm-hmm. I, I never got paid for all that kind of stuff so I did just like go yeah I'm just going to go for it here then yeah, yeah. But all the best ones to, to happen yet okay. maybe maybe 29th of September maybe well. oh I <laughs> oh right I just got what you meant <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, just, they're just plugging my gig uh, if you fancy coming along that would be lovely uh, we're doing an EP launch for my uh, EP at the Prohibition Bar in Newcastle in Pink Lane on the 29th of September it's going to be the best gig. The best gig of your life. Yeah, it'd be lovely. I think it'd be good. Um, we were just talking about it before. It's like over half sold out already. Like it's like it's it's going pretty ridiculous, to be honest. Um, but we're not here to talk about. Anything. We're here to talk about also. Um, but thank you for bringing that up and let's <laughs> give that a cheeky little plug. There you go. So, so Desert Island Discs. This section is about what album you would take on a desert island with you. You've got your record player and one album. What's the album? So you guys have already done this, haven't you? We have. Yes. Oh. To recap, mine was Reckless by Brian Adams. Uh, mine was Out of the Blue by ELO. Mine was Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen. All right. See, mine's a good classic one as well. Yeah. Carol King, Tapestry. Yeah. Get nice. in. That is a... Is there a better album out there? Yes. Out of the Blue by ELO. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Tapestry's up there, like it's no, just. Uh, Carol King's like my major girl crush. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would do anything for Carol King, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> she's pretty good. She's pretty good. I just like her as a person as well, though. Like she's just like she seems like such a lovely. She's amazing. Lovely person. No. And what did what like? When did you first discover that that was like you know when you listen to that album when were you like? Because I, I imagine you. Well, my first one was when I watched the Gilmore Girls. And it was the yes. intro. That was when I was like, and then, oh, right and then I found our album, and I was like, I actually know, like all these songs because I, I never realised yeah. how many songs she actually wrote that yeah. everyone knows until you look at all our songs. Because a lot of them were covered by other people, like James Taylor and Aretha Franklin, and um, oh, what, what's uh, cause Marvelettes or yes. Shirelles or something? I can't remember which one. She also she wrote. Um, Take Good Care of My Baby, which was done by Bobby V. Bobby V, yeah. So, you know, all these amazing songs. um, And, you know. No, I just delved deeper into it. I I listened to the album 
and then I read the book all about her life <laughs> and then I watched the musical and then it goes on and on. That was it. <laughs> And then I found out where she lived and I stalked her. <laughs> and, and I saw what she had in her bins. And then uh, I found out a blood group. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> oh, big fan, big fan. No, I just think that for her, as in the time as well, that she, the people that she was writing for, being a woman and yeah, being yeah. that, she's Definitely. just phenomenal. Yeah. Very talented lady. Absolutely. Love and her. she's still alive? She is. I think she's just like 78 or 79 now. Yeah. I, I still hold on to hope I'm going to see her live. I think. Is she still to her? She's never said that she's stopping. Okay, fair enough. She did I Hyde Park just before, or a couple of years before COVID, I think. I feel oh, like it you? was 2012. Oh, was it? I feel I like it was quite a long time oh, ago. okay. Ignore Or like then. 2014 or something. Is she based, she's based in America, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, she, yeah she lives like I, in the depth of the mountains now does she like, yeah that sounds cool actually mm-hmm. it does sound cool she's she's a lot like me and Soph by the sounds of it where she just likes her own company be away from peace and quiet like, yeah peace yeah. and quiet she's had of. like quite a life though when it comes to like partners and everything if you if you read a book you'll know all this but like she's she's struggled a lot so now I think she's just like really content with Definitely what she does like she lives quite like minimalist mm-hmm. and just there for the music with all that money, just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I, was just, I wouldn't be surprised. She, I don't even think she'll spend much of that. No, no. Her life was never really about excess because everybody around her, their life was about excess, and it was kind of like, oh, that's yeah, it, yeah. It's kind of, kind of like she saw that and was like, right, I don't want to do that, you know. No, so. well, that's the thing. Even when before she released Tapestry, she was like, who's going to want to just listen to me and not, you know, Jerry and me? Yeah. And then yeah. she released it, and then it was like one of the biggest albums of all time. Yeah, but she deserved it. We're hoping to do uh, a Carol King song when we have uh, an artist called Elizabeth Little, who is gonna yeah, uh, who's gonna that. come here. Which might be cool if I mean, if we can get four, uh, five of her in. It might be cool if you were here as well. Yeah, uh, definitely. D- depends how we do the setup, I suppose. But we'll make it work. We'll, we'll we'll find a way. We'll find a way. So so you've just won the hit like a girl over 18s UK contest you came first which is just Ooh, absolutely round incredible it's quite a long time excellent <laughs> it was absolutely incredible we had uh, the amazing help of Alex Williams who uh, produces my music and does a lot of um, videography stuff for my music and stuff and we enlisted his help to video your uh, drum entry uh, and it looks amazing we'll put a link to that in the description below if you're watching this on YouTube Uh and it went amazing. We we went to go see Brian Adams and in the car on the way home, because they announced the winners during the gig and we couldn't look at our yeah, phones because yeah. there's no signal in the arena. As soon as we got in the car. I was think well, actually because I entered a few years ago and mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't get anywhere. And then this time around I, they do like a thing where every week they announce like a winner that gets put through to the final. Right, mm-hmm. And I got that this year. And I was like buzzing, I was like, that's me done. It's a little bit closer. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I got into the final, I'll be happy with that. And then, like, the results came out when we were Brian. Yeah. And, and then, then, so we got on more phones when we got in the car. And then, more like, like, Soph was driving, and I went, shit, you've won. Like, what the oh, hell? Like, was it was class, just like... absolutely crazy. I'm incredibly proud of you. You've done so. I mean, yeah. you're putting all the graft and stuff as well. Like, it's just, it, it's absolutely amazing. So, because of that, you won some absolutely phenomenal prizes. I did. Um, which are? I think, well, the one that I got last week, which the one I was most excited about and most happy with was my Natal snare. And even online, 
it says it goes perfect with the Natal Cafe Racer kit. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly oh, the, yeah. drum, oh, the nice. exact drum kit I have. And I was like, it's meant to be really, isn't it? It's awesome, like. No, it's lush. And then, yeah, I tuned that up this weekend and I haven't stopped playing it have since. You, have you gigged it yet? No. Oh, you're not gigged it yet? <laughs> Are you going to gig it? No, no, no farmer's balls. No, no <laughs> farmer's balls. Oh, Special yes. gigs. Actually, speaking of snares, uh, my snare wire snapped this uh, this weekend. I know. I thought we had. I thought we had. Uh, it's a great segue. Segue that, but I. We snare wires fucking snap at yeah. the end of a song. His snare drum mental. became a, uh, another Tom. Oh dear. So do you have a spare? I do. Snare, yes. Spare I, only, snare? I only started doing it like when we came back from like COVID and stuff like that. I only started bringing it back upstairs just in case. I mean, it sounds new any as good as me Ludwig snare, like, uh, but it does the job. But, sorry, Sophie, for bringing that. Right? Up. But you also got some lovely drum heads and uh, apparel from. Uh, what were they called? Well, Parallel was Drumhead Company. Yeah. And then we got... Oh, yeah, Drumheads from Code. Have you heard of them ones? No, I've not Code actually Drumheads. Code. No, they're cool. I haven't got them yet, but I'm looking forward to them. And then I guess some drumsticks as well, which that's the one I'm, I'm looking forward what to. What drumsticks are there? It's the London Drumstick Company. And oh, I get right. to, I've not heard of them either. That's fair, but I get to, like, customise it completely. Oh, so get I in. So you'll have your name on and everything. Everything. Yeah. And that's like weight, color, everything. Everything. I'm so excited about that. That's cool. Like a custom Sophie P drumstick. Be pretty sick. No, I can't wait. But you I think like I, I think I get like twelve pairs or something. But I, I don't know how many of them I'm actually going to use. Oh, <laughs> get some framed. I would like, like, like that, like crossed. Yeah, that would <laughs> be quite cool. cool. That would be cool. You would like them because obviously you should be getting seven. Actually, eight. yeah, oh, they'll, seven be, years, they'll be perfect for you as well. To be available on the website. <laughs> <laughs> well, a seven year gang. I stuff gets a commission, you know, and like if you, if you, you know, so if you ever want some sticks, you know, <laughs> Aye. I use Pro Marks, me. See, I, I mean, I'm not a drummer, but I was always a Vic Firth guy. Yeah. Everyone's a Vic Firth guy until yeah. you try Pro Marks. I liked Pro Marks. It was more the, it was more because obviously I, I'm not really a drummer, and I'm like, I'm like Dave Grohl. I just hit it. I don't really like have any <laughs> any timbre or feel. I just kind of like like to hit the, hit the drums. So. I used to get like um, 5B Extreme. So oh. there were. So there were a bit. I can feel that in my hands as you say it. And how heavy they are. <laughs> so like, yeah, but the. You know, there were like, like blisters exactly. everywhere. Well, I was anyway because like I'm not a drummer. So I wouldn't, that wouldn't have made a difference. It was the fact that the it was longer. So and I'm not compensating for something. It just happened to be that I liked, yeah, yeah, that I liked yeah, the yeah. length Whatever. of it. Because I used to. When I was in college, I got, I got a lot of the drumming gigs in college because there was only like four drummers in my year mm-hmm. uh one of them didn't show up and the other one was a model who actually he still is a model and, he, right. and he jets off around the world he's like the f- harry harry if you're listening i am it he's he's actually the face of coca-cola in japan oh yes i remember you saying so that is cool he's that a top lad an interesting gig to get yeah yeah wait he was funnily enough great segue he was spotted at glastonbury he went to glastonbury one year and it was like the second day or whatever, and there was this modeling agency there, and um, saw him across the field, uh, and it was like, "Oh, mate, you know, uh, we're a modeling agency, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Long story short, they basically said, "If you can look good in at Glastonbury, after all the mud and the rain, you'll probably look all right on the catwalk." Sort oh, of thing. Oh yes. So um, yeah, they got him there on the spot, um, and that was like the summer before he joined college. So when he was in college, he was uh, he uh-huh. doing nice. all this modeling, and I think he's in. He's in Japan now, actually, I think. Um, he's also actually in the Safe With You music video, which is quite funny. He's the lad in the orange top. Um, 
What was that? That was a segue and a half. I do apologise. Where were we going? Talking about your massive drumsticks. Oh, that was yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> how did? How the hell did we get out the gun? Oh, hey, the model. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Because I got that was it. I got most of the drumming gigs in college. There you go. Until so, I came along. And because yeah, and because <laughs> because I liked big fuck off drums and kind of like hitting it and what have you. I I I liked the extreme sticks because they were longer. So I, it kind of meant that like I could play lazier I guess because I could be further away and I could just be kind Typical of like guitarist. yeah but again I'm not a drummer so you know if you saw me drum you'd be like fuck me that technique is a lot of toss so but I'm glad I have an exceptional drummer in my band uh, so you had two exceptional and, drummers well, no, well that's a, the that's second is exceptional drummer. <laughs> I would say I'm exceptional I think you are I think you're fantastic if Soph ever decides no. to leave you've got the job so <laughs> <laughs> do you know any bass players <laughs> All right, I've found uh, online some quickfire questions. We've just thought of this idea for the podcast. Uh, and it's the first one I've found on a website called Pop Buzz. Um, <laughs> some of them might be terrible. Some of them might this be This is going right. to be good. Is so, everyone going to do this? If you do it, okay. and then we'll do like one word like that. Okay. Okay. Just quickly, okay. quickly. Yeah. Sweet potato fries or regular potato? Sweet potato. Regular potato? Regular. Regular. Sweet potato fries are awful. Wrong. I wouldn't say they're awful, <laughs> but yeah. I'm going sweet potatoes this year. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. you've gotten a lot one, have you? So <laughs> That's rock and so, <laughs> so rock and roll. <laughs> what a segment. <laughs> from quick fight to a lot That's my kind of podcast. Aye. I've got lots more to talk about. Books, books and garden, and that's what Soph likes. <laughs> What's the song you can't stop listening to over and over? Keep driving, Harry Styles. Um, um, um. Scott, Acid Eyes, Paolo Nutini. I have no idea. I'm going to go One Life, James Bay. Next question. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah coach, that's <laughs> it. Time out. Time out. <laughs> what instrument do you wish you could play? Saxophone. Saxophone. Trumpet. Piano. Because I can't play piano for shit. Uh, Saxophone's a good one. I've got a saxophone. It's either saxophone I've got or trumpet for me. Well. <laughs> 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 you know, I mean, bought it's it. literally in there. Is it? I bought it when we went into lockdown. I said, oh, I, said, I, said, I said, should I buy a saxophone? You were like, yeah, go on. And I went, oh, I just did. <laughs> it's really hard. It's really hard. It's really, really hard. You'll get, you'll get there. We <laughs> we'll do a duet. <laughs> oh, I'll be mid. The saxophone and he gets a trumpet and a great brass section. <laughs> That'd be great. We'll just do a solo, you acoustic and us brass section. What album do you wish you'd written and recorded? Tapestry. Um, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Yeah, that's a good one. Born to Run Bruce Springsteen. Uh, Wildflowers, Tom Petty. Oh, nice. I think that is a show. What's the scariest thing about going into the music industry? Oh, this could be a bit deep. Might have to start over there. Oh, I, I'm, I'm going to say not knowing anyone. <clears throat> mm. That that's mine actually. I think uh, going in blind, kind of, you know. The more people you know in the industry, the easier it becomes. As it's the scariest thing is like getting the big gig and then messing up and then your career's kind of over. That that's true. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what what about you, Jack? I said mine mine would mine, mine would probably be uh, like you say it's all it's all about who you know. Oh, so right, when, at the beginning you know know nobody. I am probably the same. 
we'll end with these two, I think. This hasn't really been music related, which was the first one I found with me, you know. If if this sounds shite, they're all music related apart from the first one. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> if this sounds terrible, you can cut this section. Uh, where would you never dance? Ooh. I can answer that one. Go on then. Anywhere. All right, fair <laughs> enough. Do you know the funeral? I was thinking that. Was, that was mine as well, actually, yeah. Although we've seen people dance at a funeral. Yes, we've we'll played at. <laughs> Favourite pizza Totten? Treats or? Um, anything meaty. <laughs> I see. Garlic paste? Pickens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it's paste. called, the Domino's website. <laughs> garlic paste. I'll have a, you have a normal margarita and then I put some garlic paste on it. It's just cheesy garlic bread. <laughs> I refuse to believe it's paste. <laughs> it is paste. Well, it, garlic butter, probably. Garlic got garlic the views to the garlic paste. Anyway, there you go. I think that should be the title of this episode. Garlic no. paste. Garlic paste. <laughs> uh, mine would probably be chorizo after we had it that time. Was, oh, was spinach. Favorite chocolate bar. Oh, uh, milky stars. Milky magic stars. Star, magic stars. Magic stars. <laughs> Cadbury's dairy milk. That's mine, actually. Boost. Okay, fair enough. There's always one, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's either that or just a standard dairy milk. I think dairy milk is where it's yeah. at, like, for it's me. It's just the best chocolate ever. It is. It? I agree. It's always magic. <laughs> I may have <laughs> had... Stars. I may have had a bar of that last night. Morning person or night owl? Morning. <laughs> night owl. Oh, I'm a bit of both. Yeah, I'm same as I'm you. I'm a bit of both. I like getting up early, but I also don't mind staying up late. Last night, I was really hooked on my TV show, so I didn't get to bed till three. Yeah, uh, it just never happens to me. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't put it down. It was <laughs> Only so good. three. I would like to be able to do both and just have, like, two hours sleep. That would be great. If I could do it, if I could run on very little sleep, that'd be great. Yeah, definitely. Favourite song of all time? Loving you, Paolo Natini. Mm. You can't do this. I think it's easier to have one than like three, you know. Favourite song of all time? It can change from day to day, but if right now, favourite song of all time? Yesterday. Okay. Uh, Mandolin (laughs) Rain, Bruce Hornsby. (laughs) All right. Uh, Mine would probably be Careless Whisper by George Michael. Really? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a wicked trap. Mine would be Back That Ass Up by Juvenile. No, it wouldn't be. <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually, I don't know what mine would be. Mine would probably be... Um, What's the... That's that, um, American Girl. Yeah, American Girl's up there. Uh, I, yeah, I'm going to go American Girl. That's probably <clears throat> my favourite song. I know you will. Favourite sport? Um, badminton. Formula One. Football. Basketball. But overall, I don't like doing the sport. I can't do basketball because I'm five foot six. So, uh, best chat up line. Oh. <laughs> I, I haven't got one for this. I just thought it'd be funny to ask. Is it, um, are you from Tennessee? Because you're the only ten I see. Oh, that's a good one. Yes, round of applause. Very good. <laughs> I like that. Um, I think we should leave it at that. <laughs> are you a parking ticket? Because you've got fan written all over you. Well done. Very that good. That is good. That was a good that one. That sounds very family guy. Is it family guy? Uh, I don't know. You must be tired. Because you've been running around my head all night. <laughs> oh, dear. I've, I've literally not got one. No, fair I can't enough. One. Biggest pet peeve. Or maybe we can change this biggest ick. Because that's, that's how the young people talk, you see. Oh, my God. I've just been sick. <laughs> I don't know. What's mine? I don't know. I don't really get the ick. So I'd pet peeve wise. Just a pet peeve. Aren't I've had dick. And I know you have. Or him. <laughs> <laughs> my biggest pet peeve would be, in all seriousness, uh, entitled people. That would be my biggest pet peeve. In, like I know it's quite a serious answer, but my pet peeve is, in general, being late. 
Yeah. Punk- punctuality. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like punctuality that, is a yeah. good one. I like get really stressed out. Uh, it's always better getting there early than it yeah. is being lazy. Yes. <laughs> what colour is your toothbrush? <laughs> Pink. Blue. Black. <laughs> Green. I don't know why that's a question. <laughs> Favourite city? Uh, Stockholm. Newcastle. Yeah, uh, Liverpool. Mine's Liverpool as well. Actually, no. It recently changed Cardiff. All right. Mm. Yeah, Cardiff's nice. Favourite holiday destination? Um... I've not been that many places. I'd say, I'd say London. As you can as I enjoy a cruise. On yeah, the sea yeah. is your answer. <laughs> I enjoy a cruise. The yeah. sea, the sea. Might be on a boat. Uh, <laughs> this one's for you, Soph. Do you own plants? Oh, loads of them. <laughs> I do. <laughs> thousands, thousands of plants. Uh, this might not be very good in audio, but do you have a party trick? I do, but I can't remember. Oh, I can spell um, <laughs> supergalavagilistic exvialidocious. It's my party trick. Here we go. go on, do you actually want to hear it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah we've got, got it. It's S-U-P-E-R-C-A-L-I-F-R-A-G-I-L-I-S-T-I-C-E-X-P-I-A-L-I-D-O-C-I-O-U-S. Oh, wow. Nice. I can't think of a better way to end the podcast, to be honest. It's not going to get any better than that, so you might as well turn off, to be honest. Thank you very much for listening to the Lime Tree Sessions podcast with me, Jack Milchreest. Linda Fosco. Scott Charlton. Sophie Purvis. This has been absolutely delightful. Thank you very much for joining us, Sophie. It's been a bit last minute, but it's been... It's been a funny one, for sure. We'll be back in your ears next week on Spotify and YouTube and hopefully Apple Podcasts at some point if it stops being a little bitch. So we'll leave you with that. And we'll get on they're definitely not going to have one. <laughs> no, they're not going to listen. They're going to listen to that bit and go, ah, oh, he's not. Yeah, you can bleep it out. It's fine. Whatever. But yes, thank you very much. And we'll see you next week. Cheers.